This is Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. Forget what you think you know about church. Good afternoon. It's hard for us to think about this passage of Scripture without thinking about all that has this woman must have gone through. For 18 years, this woman had been crippled, bent over and unable to, stra- unable, unable to straighten herself up. We can only imagine the physical pain she might have endured. Uh, we can only imagine the looks she received, the comments she heard, and the teasing she endured. But for 18 years, this woman remained faithful to worship God in the synagogue. St. Luke tells us that this was no ordinary crippling. She had been crippled by a spirit. You might assume that 18 years before this, she was just walking along, minding her own business, and this spirit came along and jumped jumped on her to cripple her. But that's not how it happens, no matter what Hollywood tries to show us in the movies. And while spirits can attack us at any time, and We can defeat them by the power of the Holy Spirit in us. Luke says that she wasn't attacked. She was demon-possessed. And spirits cannot live where they are not invited. Somewhere along the line, this woman made the choice not to believe, follow, or trust in God and opened up the door for the spirit to enter her. Somewhere along the line, she allowed something into her life that she thought she could control, but eventually controlled her that opened the door for the spirit to enter. But the fact remained that, uh, as Jesus tells us in verse 16, Satan has kept her in this condition for 18 years. And now she's bowing to to this crippling spirit. Look closely at the end of verse 11. She was hunched over and couldn't stand up straight. In the Greek, it literally says this. And this is one time I think the modern translation puts it too mildly. She was bowed together and not able to bend back at all. She was bent over and there was nothing at all she could do about it. There was no way for her to, to straighten herself up. She was literally bowing to this crippling spirit. But then we see something wonderful in verses 12 and 13. Jesus saw her. Isn't that a wonderful thing? I wonder over those 18 years how many people just ignored her. I wonder how many people felt bad for her but shook their heads and just turned away or maybe even crossed over to the other side of the street when she walked by. But Jesus saw her. In 1 Peter, uh, in one, in 1 Peter verse 3, chapter 12, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears open to their prayer. Friends, when we are doing what God calls us to do, when we are doing our best to worship and serve the Lord, both in spirit and in truth, he sees us. Yes, this woman had done something in her past, some 18 years earlier, that had invited this demon spirit in. And it was totally messing up her life. But look where she is in the synagogue, worshiping God. And Jesus sees her. But it wasn't enough for Jesus just to see her. 
countless other people had seen her. Jesus called to her. Now, Luke doesn't say it specifically, but I believe that Jesus called her by name. John 10, verse 3. He calls his sheep by name and leads them out of the pen. Have you ever really thought about what it means for God to know you personally? He calls his sheep by name. Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. Jesus says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. That's your door and my door. And he knows us. Now look, Jesus called the woman to come to him. Again, Jesus calls us into relationship with him to follow him. In the Old Testament, the children of God were considered servants of God. They were under the law of Paul, says uh, Paul, uh, who says they were slaves to it. But in John 15, 15, Jesus says, I don't call you servants anymore, but I've called you friends. Now, I'm sure, that, I'm sure that Jesus became a friend to this woman, just as he desires to have a true friendship with us today. And Jesus spoke to her and touched her. What an awesome thing. God speaks to his children. And it's just as awesome when we listen. The woman came over to Jesus. John 10, verse 27 and 28, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. And here Jesus gives us three promises based on three conditions. Here's the three conditions. We hear his voice. That's faith. We are known by Jesus as now loving him, that's belief. We follow Jesus, that's obedience. Meeting those conditions bring about, uh, brings about three promises. Number one, he gives us our eternal life. Our sins are forgiven and we are justified by faith. Number two, we will never perish provided that we abide in his love. And number three, we are safe in the hands of God as long as we remain in obedience to him. Again, we see the relationship that Jesus desires with us. And Jesus healed her. It seems as if this woman had accepted the crippling effect that Satan had on her life. After all, under the law, she was getting what she deserved. Although she didn't realize it, she was now no longer under the law, but was, she was experiencing grace. And thanks be to God, grace gives us what we don't deserve. This woman immediately stood upright and praised God. Jesus saw this woman. He called her to come to him. He spoke to her and he touched her. And she was healed. For 18 years, this woman had bowed to a crippling spirit. But she came into the house of God looking for hope. And finally, one day, Jesus was there and she experienced the grace of God. She was healed. What about you? What about you? Are you bowing to a crippling spirit? Is there something you need done in your life today? Maybe even trying to do it for yourself. 
for years, but nothing's happening. Jesus is here this afternoon. Maybe you hear him calling your name in your heart, in your spirit. He wants a relationship with you. He wants to forgive you and deliver you and heal you. He's calling you to come to him so he can speak to you and touch you and give you his grace. Will you answer? Will you answer? Amen. Announcements. All right, go folks. North Texas Giving Day. Well, it's 9-19-19. It's coming right up. Um, look, if you haven't made it to the website yet, NorthTexasGivingDay.org, go take a look at it. It really kind of explains what's going on here. It's all of the nonprofits in North Texas getting together and making it uh, a little more, uh, a little, a little more beneficial for both the benefactor and the uh, donator, person, person, the benefactee, I guess. I don't know. Uh, to donate on that day. Uh, there's some great prizes for both sides. There's some matching opportunities, things like that. So it's, it's a way for us to really boost our nonprofits and help them get what they need to keep going every year. I know we sure could use help uh, this year, and, and I hope that, that you out there will take a chance and go to NorthTexasGivingDay.org, search for us by just typing D-U-L-C, and uh, checking out what you can offer us. Uh, we work very hard here. None of us here take a salary. Uh, we are all volunteers, and um, it does take money to keep this going. Uh, we <laughs> had a couple of mishaps today. Uh, actually, had a light fall today, and a uh, broke one of the glass uh, pieces on the teleprompter, which is about a hundred dollars to fix. Um, I, I don't have it. The church doesn't have it. Uh, and then, <laughs> clumsy old me, right at communion there, I, I broke one of the cruets, and that's another, you know quite a bit of money to fix and I replace. I don't have that and neither does the church. So we'll be using something a little bit different next week. Uh, I do apologize about that. Um, but those are the least of, of the things that cost money. I mean, we, we have costs for our equipment. We have costs for the computers, which are getting older. Um, see, they keep beeping at me. I don't know why. Probably because I say computer, right? Yeah, that's why. Anyway, NorthTexasGivingDay.org. Search for DULC. If you'd like to make a donation there for us on 91919, you, uh, you could do that there, and that would greatly help us. Okay, moving on. Feedback at DallasULC.com. That's feedback at DallasULC.com. This is for compliments, concerns, suggestions, or complaints. Uh, important for everybody to know this, this email address, uh, especially you out there in, in cyberland, as we call it. Feedback at DallasULC.com. If you have any compliments, concerns, suggestions, or complaints, here's your chance. Simply give us an email, okay? Now, volunteering. We always need volunteers here at the church. Um, I can't say that enough. Uh, we know that you can make a difference. Uh, if you're not a member of our church, come check us out. You might like it. Um, I'm not going to force anything down anybody's throat. It's not my job. Uh, it's between you and God of, of how you choose to worship Him and what path you're on. But we sure would like to have you here and at least give us a chance and maybe even volunteer a little bit with us because we're all about action, not just words. Non digliamos verbo sec lingua, sed in opere et veritate. Non digliamos, diligamus, sorry, non diligamus verbo nec lingua, sed in opere et veritate.
basically what it says in, in, in layman's terms is put your money where your mouth is. Actions speak louder than words. It's the easiest way to say it to you. And that's on every single program we have because that's what we live by. We are men and women for others and we stand behind what we say. Here we go. Maybe. Okay. Continuing our walk theme with the music. Let's see, if y'all don't know this one. Oh, I got the words a little off there, didn't I? Well, you get the idea. <laughs> Walking on Sunshine is the name of this song, folks, because the walk to end Alzheimer's is Saturday, October the 5th, 2019. Well, it's going to start over for us. How nice of them. Saturday, October the 15th, 2019. Look, if you have signed up, please start fundraising. That's one thing we did not do very well last year. We all showed up, we all got wet, but we didn't fundraise. Um, well, I did. I mean, I made it to the winner, the uh, 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 champion circle. So, hey, I'd like for you all to be in the champion circle with me this year. I don't know if I'm going to make it, but I'm going to try. All right, look, Saturday, October the 5th, 2019. If you have not signed up, Please let me know or go to uh, uh, alz.org, search for us, Dallas Universal Life Church at, at the Walk in Dallas, and you can sign up and join us. Uh, it'd be great. Okay? That's Saturday, October the 5th, 2019, the Walk to End Alzheimer's, which we go to. This is our fifth year. Five years, guys. Let's do this. All right, moving along. Okay, 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 okay. I know you want to play the whole song, but I'm not doing it. We had a podcast. We actually do have a podcast. Can you believe it? We do have a podcast. It's kind of cool. If you haven't checked out our podcast, uh, please do. Um, all you do is go to your path. Go to your oh, sorry. Go to your your web browser, your your search engine. Type in your path with Bishop Mark. Your path with Bishop Mark. I guarantee you'll find us. If you can't find us there, even though I guarantee you will, you can always check out check us out on your favorite your favorite uh, so, uh, podcast provider. Um, those would be, if I can get this to work right, let's see if it'll play for me. Here they come, maybe. Come on, baby. Well, there we go. Tune in, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Radio Public, Anchor, Breaker, Overcast, and Stitcher. Yeah. All 13 of those. I'm pretty proud of that, guys. That's, that's, that's just some of them. I've seen some other ones out there that do carry us as well. But easiest way is your path with Bishop Mark. Or you can check us out on those wonderful providers there. As I mentioned earlier, it does cost money to run a church like this and to keep it going. And your donation can make a difference. Uh, there's many different ways you can donate. I told you about one earlier, the North Texas Giving Day coming up. You can also uh, donate for us directly through our podcast site, anchor.fm slash bishopmark slash support. Um, also on our website, DallasULC.com, we have a giving page uh, that's done through PayPal. And if you uh, shop on Amazon, go to smile.amazon.com. And every time you shop, if you go to smile.amazon.com, you should select us as your, uh, your charity. And we will receive uh, 
half a cent on the dollar for every every dollar you spend. Half a cent for every dollar you spend. And that does add up, folks. If there's enough of you out there doing this for us, it does add up. Every half cent counts. And believe me, we we could use it. Uh, I'm, I have actually I've actually made it a uh, a, a link on my uh, iPhone to where it automatically goes. It just it automatically knows to go to smile.amazon.com when I log on. That way I don't mess up. So when I do order from Amazon, it, the church gets a benefit from it, and it doesn't cost you anything. It just all you have to do is do what I just did, and and uh, your price is the same, everything. So it's a great way to give back. Um, smile.amazon.com. Okay. Prayer requests. Pray at dallasulc.com. Pray at dallasulc.com. Very simple. If you have a prayer request, please give us an email. We'll be glad to take care of that for you. You can choose to remain anonymous, or you can leave us your name. Uh, you can ask your prayers be said during the week. We pray every day here at Dallas Universal Life Church. Or you can uh, ask that your prayers be offered into the intercessions for Sunday service for the entire service to, uh, congregation to pray for. Once again, you can remain anonymous or give us your name. It's also a good place if you'd like to donate, I'm sorry, if you'd like to have a service uh, said for a loved one. Uh, and we just ask that you uh, offer a donation to cover the cost of that service. Okay. Guess what, folks? That's going to do it today. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. You're listening to Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. This week, there was no Bishop's Roundtable held. Please enjoy this rebroadcast of the Roundtable for September the 9th, 2018, titled, Do You Believe in Miracles? Okay. So, what did you like? What did you not like? What do you want to keep? What do you want to get rid of? Today, we talked about believing in miracles. And... It's a miracle we got through that service. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I thank you all for your patience. Sure. Uh, we had some technical difficulties with the, the last few weeks. It's rough. We, we've had some trouble with our cameras, and it's so important to me, and I think to you all as well, that we get this uh, our message out on YouTube and in our in our podcast and whatnot. So we, uh, you know, kind of make sure we make sure that it comes out properly. So we work very hard to do that. Right. Yeah, go ahead. About the sermon. Yeah, let's talk about it. We talk about the human. Healing. You said like how he's healed. Jesus healed him his own way, not sure. the way that people expected. Right. Well, um, that's kind of it's like you know his will, like his way. Mm-hmm. You know that's how God works. Like the fact that he's still here and everything is part and part of his will, especially as a you know cross you know believing Christian. You know, and so it brings you to a miracle. Like the whole the sermon of miracles that okay. I think the fact that we're still alive and breathing, like that's a miracle. Well, that's, we talked about that in the beginning of the sermon saying that every day really is a miracle. But we're talking about today, we're talking about those extraordinary miracles, those extra extra special miracles. But yes, you're right. Every day we're just breathing at all. Just on the road here. Like, is a miracle. You're right. You're right. Our life on this earth is a miracle to begin with. If you think about it, we look look around. We have found no other life. And we've looked pretty far. There's no other planets that can sustain life like there is here that we found. So, I mean, everything had to be just exactly perfect exactly. for things to happen here, for that life to happen, for that moon to be created, for the tides to happen, for the muck to come out of the water. 
you know, times they do. Yeah, it's amazing. When you look at people whose li- their lives and how one person just seems to, every time he gets in a situation where, you know, there's, you know, best circumstances, he always like, you know, is the one who gets like becomes a victim, and then other people are skirting by or, you uh-huh. know, not like wrecking their car, etc. You know, I, life is not fair. It's not. We're not. We're not on equal playing grounds here, and I don't know why. We're just not. It's just the way it works. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I try not to to still, compare myself to others as much as. Well, I'm saying it still it still leads like when something bad happens, it can still put people in your life or lead to you know set in forward motion like like somebody that you meet that you get like a high paying job from you know or you become a business partner with, you might have never met if you hadn't have uh, finger-bended and, like, broke your right. toe. Well, I said this all along. I mean, I, 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 I said today, in fact, I said to somebody, I said, you know, if I were 15 and know what I know now, I would give the world. I mean, youth is wasted on the young. I still believe youth is wasted on the young. I do believe that. But if that happened and I changed my whole life, I wouldn't have the friends I have now. I wouldn't have, probably wouldn't have this church like I have now. And I wouldn't have, I mean, every little aspect of my life up till now has made me who I am, I just heard that camera stop, <laughs> has made me who I am today. So, and one more thing, before you turn that around and say, I'm, I don't want to be that, I want to change that, it changes every aspect of my life afterwards. I just want to say one more thing, Sorry. I'll pass the ball to someone else. But um, I think every day is like, like everything is like, it's like a living, a living miracle. It's how you should look sure. at it instead of waiting for it. You know, like some people are just like, I'm going to be healed or whatever. You already you know, are. <laughs> you know, and whatnot. But instead of waiting on it, just go out. Like faith is just going out and knowing that this, you know, God's going to take care. You know, God does take care of us. Um, we we do a lot of things that are not what we're supposed to be doing, as far as this. Our our jobs on this earth while we're here is to serve and worship God. That's what our job is to do. And, you know, we're human. We're going to use that excuse a lot. We're human, we're human, we're sinners. We're, yeah, we are. But we forget sometimes how lucky we really are. The miracles that we have on this earth. I mean, think about it. I mean, I really honestly think about the we've got, we've got food, we've got companionship, we've got love, we've got air breathe, and, and, and these, all these wonderful luxuries that have you know, been invented and grown with us and health and those wonderful emotions that we're able to experience with each other. Such wonderful things, but yet so many people bring us such bad things. Because they take it for granted. Exactly. Well, they're not really... They don't realize. They really haven't let Jesus in their life. So it's a chain like, And that's part of our job, isn't it? What is our job as Christians? What is part of our, one of our main jobs as Christians is to then spread this word. You have to have like good intentions in your heart. Always. But the road to hell is paved with good intentions. It's not about just the intentions. It's about walking the walk. You can, you can talk all day long. You can you can say that you are the king of England, as far as I'm concerned. And, and, and if you're not walking the walk, then you're not the king of England. You know, I don't care if you are or not. You know, listen, what I'm saying is, that's one of our, our major things here at, at DULC is, you know, I say it what, all the time, non digiamus verbo nec lingua sin operi veritate. Walk, walk. Because you got to walk, walk. Talk 
is why do you think all these sayings are out there about this 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 thing we're talking about? Talk is cheap, right? Yeah. You've heard that before, right? You heard walk the walk, don't just talk the talk, right? Okay. You heard these sayings because it, that's the truth. Right. People are saying the same thing we're saying. If you're just going to talk, <clears throat> I, I don't see any results. All I hear is hot air. Yeah. Your words mean nothing unless you back them up with action. Right? Right. Am I right? That's you look like you're confused over there. I'm not confused. Okay, you understand what I'm saying, right? Yeah. We can be as grand as we want. We can put on our noses up in the air and think that we're the higher self and just better than everybody else. First of all, that's not very Christian. But second of all, what makes you think that you're so much better, first of all? Even if you were upper crust and had money and this, and that, and the other. So what? How are you living your life? Are you acting a snob? Even if you are or not? Are you treating others equally like Jesus would? Are you allowing the people in the door of your church who you wouldn't normally let, let in your church because they're dressed wrong or they smell funny or they're you know they're alcoholics or drug addicts and, and, and really are the ones that need the help and need to hear the word of God? You know, Jesus Christ hung out with the sinners and the lepers. Most of the people churches are supposed to be letting in and churches have become, especially here in Texas, out in the country, and like like oscillated like they're turning into like the country clubs. Yeah, yeah. So, that's what they are. Franchises. Okay, something. <laughs> we're not a country club. You know, I've had my differences with people, but as far as I'm concerned, if anybody wants to come to church here, they're welcome to come to church here. As long as you know we don't have an issue during services, I'm fine with that. I can't tell you you can't come to church. This is at this point in time. This may be my condominium most of the time, but at this point in time, this is not my place. This is God's house. Okay, this is he's, he's this is his show. I'm just here, kind of, you know, facilitating. So, yes, you're right. Uh, well, that's a problem with churches. Is this the? Were you raising your hand at me? Yes. Yes. Speak up now. I'm saying the thing about being in church, though, it's like no matter what, being that way, we have to do a. <laughs> what? He doesn't. With what? You two kind of have to let him in. Like, let him in. You have to let him in. Oh, absolutely. You're talking about God or what? Or people? Right. Why could he come in for church? He wasn't here for church. He didn't want to come in for church. I have no problem with him in for church. He knows that. He should know that. You should yeah. know that as well. You know my policy on that. Yeah. yeah. No, no problem. Why do you want to be in for church? I'm being here saying stuff like okay. Satanistic word. <laughs> no, I'm not. I mean, no, 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 church. No, I wouldn't, but still. Because you force people to go to church, they're not coming to church. They're just being forced. I want people here who want to be here. And church, church is supposed to be over by now. So he thought, he, 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 he thought church was over. We had a long day because we had the, the recording problems. So that's yeah. the issue. So that's what just to, just in his defense, you're right, Tim. Yeah. You know, so. Why not have our differences? It is what it is. Doesn't mean you can't come to church. Are we going to be friends again? I don't know. I sure hope so. I think that would be the Christian thing to do, but I don't know. I, I don't know about that answer right now. So that's, that's something that's more of a personal level. And as far as church goes, he's welcome to come to church. Anybody's welcome. Anybody's welcome to come to church as long as they can act appropriately as they should in church. And we have that's when we have a problem. When people don't act appropriately in church. That's when we have to take measures and and, and, and do other things. Because, look, I want everybody here to have a good experience. Everybody here to experience what. What I experienced in my life, and and, and find this, this. See, I can't. 
guys, I try and I try and convey this to you all the time about this feeling that I have, this this amazing thing that dwells inside me. It's my faith. Okay, and it sometimes I, it, it seems like I come across just fake. I come across because it's so big to me. It's, it's such a huge part of my life. I feel like I'm preaching to you, and you're going, "What the hell are you talking about? You're so full of it." But I'm not. I'm really not. Believe me, guys. I wouldn't put my neck out there like this if I didn't believe what I say to you. And, and I wholeheartedly try to be as honest as I can with you about who I am, where I've come from, and what I believe in. And and I think that that's the only way to really get y'all to understand it. It's an amazing feeling. And you know, I may I may complain a lot. But that's only because I want this to be something so special and I want it to get out there. And I want I want it to move ahead so quickly. I want to get out there and tell these people, all the people in the world, what we're doing here. Well, let's, let's ask everyone why they're here. Then I get frustrated. The problem is he can go to the door. Like, why are you here? Okay. Well, well, why are we going to do why that? Why am I here? Okay, let's go. Well, what made you on? decide to come today? What made me decide to come to get today is, uh, uh, really, I need a little bit of push. A little bit of push come to show, you know? Like, trying to get in the right way, you know? Why you just come, like... No, I, I care about all this just because, like, you want to... Well, I care about my family, first of all. You, you just want to, like, first God or whatever, you know? Like, so. Yeah, right, right. No, that's yeah, what we're saying. We, we, we shouldn't question push. each other. We, should, we shouldn't question each other's uh, answers. No, it's, it's, I mean, I understand what it's asking. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. There's, no, there's no reason not to ask that. I mean, it's okay. Right. Yeah. Look, guys, here's the deal. Be honest. Because exactly. I, that's, I require that, first of all. And, 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 and uh, here's what I say, you know. They're not saying that money talks bullshit walks. Well, bullshit walks, period. I, I, I don't I don't want to hear you slapping your gums and saying nothing is true. Because, it's, it, first of all, it's transparent. I mean, you can see right through it, guys. I hate to tell y'all, but none of y'all are very good liars. Mm-hmm. And why would you waste your time like that? I, I always think that... That's one thing I've found since I've grown up and gotten older... Lying is a waste of time. It really is. Because eventually the truth is going to come out at some point. Who's lying? So, and anybody is. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. I, I demand honesty here. If Tim was saying, why should we, we shouldn't question each other on why we're here? No, I'm saying you don't have to answer. You don't. You don't have to answer. I'm just saying that. Just I think. It's, I think it's a true question. Get, I like the question. I'm saying it seemed like he was kind of scrutinizing. No, no. Listen, it seemed like he was kind of scrutinizing what he the answers he was giving. I just want to see what like if he came because he liked. I, I just wanted to come to church. I did answer God. that initially because uh-huh. you know I do come to church for a push right now. Because right I'd now I'd rather come to this church than the one that's in my town because they don't. Um, hey, I want to start tithing like after I get like a good paycheck. Like, good. I got a crappy one. So it's your duty. It's your duty as a as a Christian to tithe to your church. We don't we don't get paid for anybody else. This church especially, we're non denominational. So there's no big congregation, no big you know denomination behind us pumping money into our church helping us grow. We're doing this on on our own dime, and it's it's been very very very. Rough. I actually want to do Why that because right? I want to go somewhere that's real. Oh, you want to what? Go to the church that's like. Well, this is a real church. Let I me mean, correct you there. This is real, but I, I'm right there with you. I want to get into a, our own building as well. First of all, I, I I'm feeling I'm starting to feel very claustrophobic in my own home with our church. It's a lot going on here. Okay. Secondly, I want I want it to. To be understood that there's a difference between my home and church, and I think sometimes that that line gets a little blurred here. So yes, and, and, and besides that, 
once we get into our own place again, once we get into a place that's, that's, we can put a little sign out front and have a really nice little service, we can bring more people in. And I think that's when we really start marketing ourselves and getting us, getting us out there. Right now, the housing market, or the, the, the real estate market in Texas, in Dallas, is booming. And there's there's nothing really we can nothing really we can afford right now. We'll get there. I'm going to get there. We're going to get there uh, eventually. I don't know how, but with God's help, we're going the right way. There's obviously a reason he's not ready for us to move into a place yet. Because I'm trying. I am, I am trying. But I'm hitting roadblocks, and, and I'm trying to get through them. It's just, it's it's just the same the time. It's the members, not the building. You're right. That's the point. But we got to get in a building for other reasons, like I told you. For us to promote ourselves properly and to be taken seriously by, by most people. Here's not doesn't do it. Okay, <laughs> let me explain to you this. Most churches start exactly the way we're doing here. This is where they start. Mm-hmm. And then they grow into what they grow into. But people don't see that a lot of times. We've gotten some criticism on YouTube about people saying, you know, you're just in your living room. Well, okay. But so, it's not about that. It's about the fact that we are a group of people. We are a group of people who are the church. And no Moving on. Gavin, what did you have to say to me? No. He actually asked me, why do I come to church? So why do you come to church, Gavin? Because, in all honesty, I think that... Feeding not only our minds, bodies, and hearts, but our spirit as well. I think it's very important. Now, uh, essentially what I was saying was that when you're feeding your mind, your body, you also have to feed the spirit. And oddly enough, a lot of self-help books, you know, physically actually help with that. And for some reason, a few of the people that I've noticed... They seem to be making improvements. Not just like... And... It, huh? That's a good point. Because... Well, we're not really here to talk about other people's actions. We're talking about ourselves. I'm not talking about the actions. I'm talking about the improvement. Well, that would be an improvement in their actions. Yeah. Right? Yes, sir. What they're doing. Right? Yes, sir. So, let's stay on task here. Let's just say where we are, where we're going with this, okay? Why do you come to church? Besides the fact that you're supposed to, we want you to, to feed your spiritual, your spirit, to feed yourself spiritually. What else? What are the other reasons? Give me, give me a better reason. Give me, I mean, it's a great reason. Don't get me wrong. But give me, give, go into more depth than that if you, would, if you don't mind. Tell me about that. Tell me why you need that. What, what's going on there? The primary reason I come to church, though, is actually to worship God. Fabulous. You, you worship God anywhere, anytime. I don't know. But what's your spirit lacking? That's an interesting question. It's a tough one. Not really a tough one. Actually. Well, then, what do you think, Gavin? Do you want to answer it? I wouldn't say it's necessarily lacking, but more wanting. What is it wanting? A meeting sometimes. Um, probably companionship, yeah. and you know, just as do we all. Yeah, you know, it's a good place. You know, you're not going to find necessarily find your next love here. Um, and, and you could. It happens. But don't don't come to church for that reason. No. Come to church for companionship. Come to church for fellowship. Come to church for the congregation. Because your bonds grow stronger, as we discussed before. Your bonds grow stronger the more relationships you have. Okay? When you've got people in your life who have been through things that you've been through in your life, when the storm comes, you've got people to lean on. And that's a good reason to have friendships and strong bonds with your, with your, with your uh, church, with your yeah. members of the church. You have to become a family. And you guys, look, we're small. And we know a lot about each other, and we get we get great on each other's nerves a lot too. It's just like brothers and sisters would. But that's what families do. You can't have the good without the bad. We talk about that all the time, you know. 
So yes, it's good. It's good. It's fellowship. Yeah. Fellowship is very important, and, and I think that um, it, it's a it's a critical part. I mean, these churches that you go into and nobody knows each other. You know, the ones like the country clubs, but not even country clubs, because it's more like going to into an office building where nobody knows each other and you just sit around looking at each other. It's great that they go to church, but you've got to have some fellowship. You've got to be able to raise the hand to the person next to you and be, feel comfortable about it when you're praising God. Well, that's why I love church. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. It, well, if everybody shows up because they want to, you know, it's, they, actually, they want to be here and, you know, that's, that's the only reason we all should come at the flash mall, but, you know, we have that's church That's what they want. You know, like, we just that just comes along with it. Like we come, you come to church because you want to, you want to go to church and like make something like sit some out for God, and like they're your family or something. But any hunger you have, like I guess. Can I tell you like, something? Our, our 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 topic today was miracles. Let me tell you something, guys. It's a miracle that each and every one of you are here. I want you to think about your life. And think about where your life had gone and where you've been and things you've done and, and places you've been and the low, low parts of your life and everything else. Would you have imagined 10 years ago, 5 years ago, that you'd be sitting in a church every Sunday talking about God and talking about, about your spirituality and talking about fellowship? Would you believe that 5 years ago? Nope. There's a miracle. Amen. Why are you here, Matt? Why am I here? I want to go to church here. Um, I would have... I don't know, but, you know, I would mark some money. <laughs> and so, I, you know, like, he actually oh, helped me out, and that's, that's why I want money, because right. I, I need help. And um, I would have, I possibly would have gotten a class B misdemeanor like, if he didn't help me that no, we don't We don't need that. Yeah. For, uh, for no license, because it was my surcharge. Right. So that's why I owe him money. And, you know, he's someone that helped me on the bond, and I'm no longer in this area, but... Still but you came back. all the way out here, and I appreciate that. Still yeah. feeling debt to him, though. <laughs> no, I don't, want to, I don't want him to come to church because he feels in debt right. to me. <laughs> that's not what he's saying at all. He said he would have tied more if he, if he hadn't had to pay me what he had to do. That's fine. Well, this, I mean, this, is, this is the church I'd want to get the money to because I thought about, like, if I went to that church in, in the town where my grandparents stay, like, you know, all them, all them you know, richer yeah. old people. Yeah. And um, they had this preacher there who's trying to, like, get him to go out, like, be more accepting, you know, like. Sure. And they all clicked up, and one of them even laughed because he tried to do a round t- this round table thing. Really? And I was like, "Yeah." So, and how'd it go? <laughs> didn't go too well. Huh? It didn't go too well. <laughs> you got to be very open minded to do something yeah. like this. You got to be really accepting of others and be able to to uh, take in what other people are saying with with that open mind. You got to be able to never not be stuck in your old ways of. The Bible is this, right? Okay, because the Bible may be this, but it's also this, 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 and this. It's a kaleidoscope of translations, of, of of interpretations. There's so many different. Think about one Bible, one one sermon, one one gospel that I read. I can do a sermon about thirty different things about that one gospel. It's very easy to do, and they're all right. They're all talking about this lesson we're learning about God and. And Jesus Christ and his message, it's about the message we're trying to get across, not the words. It's the one body of Jesus Christ. We are the one body of Jesus Christ. Yeah. We are the body of Jesus Christ. We are what's out there trying to spread that word. We, we see, we look at each other, like, you know, each other, and we're like, yeah, I like him, but it's, but um, we should also look at other people that just out there, because... Mm-hmm. What I would say, I would bring just, somebody to church. Bring somebody to church. Y'all still can't do that. I don't know what the problem is. Hey, I bring a lot. 
bringing somebody to church. You know, Kobe, when I say y'all like that, it's not all about you, young man. No, you sometimes, said sometimes it's about just y'all. You said y'all. Sometimes just y'all. Or y'all. Not just all of you. Okay. Just, just so you don't just so you don't feel bad. I'm not always coming down on you now. I know. I know, I know that you are perfect. What if Gavin comes at you know like you know, once they meet Gavin like, I don't know about this place. Well, no no one's know about Gavin. That's beside the point. We love Gavin. We're glad Gavin's here. He's Charleston you good. There's a reason we're all here. Just a second. It is a miracle. And it's amazing you do no miracles. There's been some miracles that have come out of this place. There's been some, some heartache, especially of late, um, which we don't necessarily understand what's going on with all that, but that's something that will, the light will be shed on it when, it's, when God chooses it for it to be shed on for us. Um, but the church, I, I, I hope that this church continues to go on for, for a long time. I mean, even after I'm, I, I say even after I'm gone, so I, I plan on telling it to you. I'm trying to make it that way. I want this to be a place where we're deeply rooted in what we're doing right now. Our tradition becomes what we're doing the last these last two years we put together because we built this church from nothing. We built this church. Tim and I sat in this room with my camera phone, even like this, my camera phone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's <laughs> not the cause of the effect. Those, yeah, but the point is, service on Sunday is just. It is not the church, guys. Service on Sunday is our celebration of the week. It's our celebration of our of what we've done all week and of our Christianity and of our of God and worshiping God. That's not church. That's not the church. The church is what we're doing all week long. Yeah. Amen. And if you forget that, I'm doing something wrong here. Because that's why I try and tell you things at the end of the service like this week concentrate on this or let's talk about this next week or this is your homework. Because if we do those things and do start doing little <laughs> things like that at a time outside of this these four walls, then we're doing our job as Christians. Because what we talk about in here, we already know a lot of this stuff, we, and we're just we're talking because we're just reassuring ourselves, we're reaffirming our faith, we're celebrating God. But out there, it's hard. Out there, they'll look at you funny when you start talking Christianity. They do. Okay. You're a Bible thumper, yeah. right? We're not Bible thumpers because we're not talking about the Bible. We're talking about our lives. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about the miracles that we see. Share them. Don't be afraid. The, one of the thing, if you notice today, at the end of the service, I said, I'm just going to read this back to you. I want you to hear it again. You might have heard it. Go now with grace in your hearts. Do not be afraid to proclaim the good news. Go now with justice in your hearts and in your hands. Do not shrink from speaking to those in power to set the most vulnerable free from all that limits them. Go now with hope in your hearts, in your hands, and on your lips. Join the Spirit in seeing the good news to our world. What we were saying was, it's about what we're doing outside of these walls. So when you step out of here, you've got to remember, first and foremost, I'm a Christian. How would a Christian act at this point? Am I doing what Christ would do? Am I acting Christ-like? And we're not going to be 100%, you know, maybe we're close to 100% on that. That's to be expected. Don't, don't beat yourself up. But doesn't mean you don't strive for 100. percent means you don't try and get. Doesn't mean you, you mess up and then you go, oh well, mess up for the week now. It's might as well just go and blow it out. My, you know what? No, you pick yourself up and you try again. That's what life is about: trying again and trying again, and trying again, right. so you can get closer and closer and closer to being Christ-like. Yeah. Okay.
That's the miracle, that we are given the ability to try again. You get it? Yeah. So, what are we doing outside these walls? How are you acting? Are you remembering the fact? Is it ever crossed your mind that I'm a Christian and a Christian is supposed to act like this when you're outside these walls? Does it? If it doesn't, it should. Please start thinking that way. Get that in your head. I'm a Christian. How would Christ act like in this situation? What would Christ do? What would Jesus do? I hate that. That, that I hated that, that. That campaign. But in its in its I essence, it was fantastic. What would Jesus do? Keep your eyes. That's what I'd say. Yeah, exactly. You know the difference. You know the difference between right and wrong. Tim, yeah. you're right about that. I should have asked you. We hadn't gotten to you yet, but we were going to get there. Sorry. Go ahead. I I I come to church because of, to this to support the church that I've been with ever since the beginning. So that's all. I mean, and then and to, and to commune with God and you guys. So really, what else? Why is that, why is that wrong? It's not wrong. Okay. I, I just think to, okay. I think you're not. I don't think you're you're telling us all of it. Must have a sense of a, like fellowship and, and, and to, to. Do you enjoy being here with us? Usually. Usually, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cross each other. It happens. Yeah. I told you that. Just like brothers and sisters. Right. Yeah, I, I do. I do. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. Guys, yeah. miracles happen every day, and the miracle that we're having right now is that we made it through this far. Okay. So look, we're almost three years. We're getting here about two and a half years now. So let's just keep on going. Let's keep on trucking. Let's keep on making it better every week. And hopefully, we will all prevail. Learn to live with each other a little better and learn to um, celebrate our differences and our little quirks and our little, you know, whatever we do that sometimes grates on people's nerves. Okay? It's been a long day. It's late. I apologize about the late hour. I appreciate you all being here. Um, let's close out in prayer today. And um, this week, guys, here's what I want you to do. Whenever you're thinking about making a decision or thinking about doing something, or something crosses your mind, always remember, I'm a Christian. And am I acting like Christ? So keep that in your head this week. Okay? Let's close this out in prayer. Can I share this with you, Mark? Please? Sure. Uh, the golden rule is shared between many different... This is me talking... But the golden rule is uh, shared between all. You know, yeah, we just discussed this a few weeks ago. I actually had that exact graphic in the program, by the way. You did? Yeah, go right ahead. It's awesome. I really dig it. Uh, Buddhism hurt no, not others with that which pains yourself. Uh, Christianity is do unto others as you would have them do to, unto you. Hinduism is treat others as you would yourself be treated. Islam, do unto all men as you would wish to have done unto you. Judaism, what you yourself hate, do to no man. Native American, live in harmony, for we are all related. Sacred Earth, whatever that religion is, is do as you will, as long as you harm no one. Now understand this, this is something that just reinforces what I've said all along. That all the major religions basically are teaching the same thing. Exactly. They all are based on the same thing. If you look at even the, the books may be different, the rules may be different, the names may be different, but it's all the same lesson. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's about love and about treating each other with respect and love and, 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 and just getting along in that way, not just getting along, but, but having a love for your brother and sister. Mm -hmm. And that's how we get along in this world. That's how Christ would act. Yeah. Okay? He loves everybody. 
especially the poor, yeah. and the sick, and the downtrodden, and the lonely. Those are the ones he especially went to because they needed him the most. Yeah. Okay? All right. Let's close this out in prayer, guys. One day. And I suppose I got to start, start again on next week. So we're done with this. We start another week. I'm, I'm grateful to have the opportunity to, to do these things. All right, guys. Father, we come to you late this Sunday evening with tired hearts, but grateful hearts. We're so happy to have been here today and to have had the opportunity to share communion together, to share our thoughts together, to share all of our fellowship with each other, the good and the bad, the frustrating and the happy and the sad, and all of it above, you know, all those wonderful emotions, God, that you've given into us, given unto us. Lord, we ask that you implant in us, especially now, the knowledge and the ability to recognize uh, choices that we are to be made and to help us make that choice to be more Christ-like, to consciously say, I want to be more Christ-like when I make this decision. Lord, help us to get through another week. Help us to be safe. Help us to love. And bring us back next Sunday together in fellowship because this church is nothing without us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.